You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Well, welcome everybody. We're on Off Road Live from Southern California on the beach. And uh, of course, we're wishing everybody was here, but you can't be. So uh, that's why we're bringing everybody into the fold uh, online. By the way, I do want to mention what a terrific show this is on the beach in Southern California. If you're not here, you've really missed out. This is a terrific, terrific show. Of course, uh, Monster Mike's Bronco is on the beach, and I'm going to be taking a dip and having a barbecue a little bit later this afternoon. You can still join us. Uh, send us a join message, and uh, we'll bring you into the fold. Uh, otherwise, we're uh, on the beach, online, across the interwebs, and uh, we're going to make as much trouble as we possibly can. Perry, are you with us yet? Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to... Oh, Perry, you're already on. You Awesome, awesome. <laughs> hey, Perry, Perry... <laughs> Perry McNeil is with us here on the beach, live in Southern California. Uh, the King of Baja, Perry McNeil. Welcome to the show, Off-Road Live. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation, Mike. Appreciate it. Oh, no, it's uh, it's our esteemed pleasure to, to have you on board. Now, if you can, we would greatly appreciate, because we, we have not done this yet on Off-Road Live, can you give us a couple of minutes you know, go go as long as you need to. Tell us all about the Tijuana <clears throat> Desert Challenge that happened last weekend. Um, it seemed to be a, a success in in many ways, um, especially for being the first first time racing there. Um, I'm from, I work uh, my shop is in Tijuana. I'm in Tijuana every day, all day long, and I I even had somewhat of a uh, problem finding the place. But um, a lot of my employees knew exactly where the ranch, uh, Cassian Ranch, was, so we got there kind of no, no problem because they knew where. But anyway, but other than that, they had they starting off with the contingency and tech. They had that right there in the uh, the heart of Tijuana. It was actually the real real part right there by the um, the big Qualtemoc Indian, which kind of centers of TJ now anymore. Now uh, it's uh, used to be downtown, but Anymore, there's not a whole lot of movement down there like there's out here. But anyway, they had a they had a um, a real good blocked out and blocked off and had like uh, two three city blocks for all the cars for lined up for contingency and for uh, and for tech and uh, they used the the Real Hotel in that in that cul de uh, that uh, roundy round 
and they uh, used that hotel as as the their center for registration and stuff, which was really really nice. One of the nice hotels in TJ, and they opened up the the big rooms and stuff for everybody there to uh, do whatever. And they had uh, you know I don't know if they because it's the first time or whatever, but they had so many cops there and and soldiers and stuff. So it just made me maybe make the the uh, gringos us Americans feel better. <laughs> At home there with uh, in being in the first race in Tijuana, but that was on that was on Friday. I mean Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, until about six was a contingency, and then uh, the next day at eight o'clock in the morning was the, on Friday is when the the bikes and some some of the side by sides raced, and then um, Saturday the rest of us raced all the trophy trucks and class ones, fives and, and sevens and so on and so forth. And it was it was a good it was a good showing. It was like I said, too bad there were more more vehicles in each class. But for being the first race, uh I'm I'm not real sure if uh it'll be open next year or where we'll uh have that race next year. They did have uh one in Rosarita last year which uh didn't turn out real well, even had a lot less entries I think than, than this year did. Uh, and it wasn't and it was a very good course from what they said. I never went around it last year. Or last year, but um, a lot of guys were complaining there was uh, no passing and no um, and then real dangerous dangerous course, you know. But anyway, um, but the race got underway. Um, everything seemed to be well organized. They had water for the all the pits, you know, wet wet down the wet down the all the terrain there. So was there was no dust pretty much, and um, I get turned off. Turned out a lot easier than what, it, what they anticipated because uh, they had a lot of plans of no of closing the gates after five o'clock in the morning when nobody could go in and that that never happened. It was which is good because a lot of people, you know, if they came in late, you'd be you'd be screwed and not be able to race. But um, so they had a they leveled off a big big pasture, somebody's big pasture, and, and uh, made a big huge parking lot out of that one. But they didn't end up having to close the gates ever. People came in and left all day long, which is which is good. Otherwise, you, once you were in there at, at five o'clock in the morning, you had to stay there till five o'clock at night. If you had to go buy a, a fuel pump or do whatever for your, your vehicle, it, initially you would not be able to do that. Even go out and get food or go do whatever you know. But they never closed the gates, so it was it was open all day to everybody, which is made it real nice for a lot of people. If people are going in and out all day long, you know, so. It's not good. The only problem that I saw with with the race is that um, there were too many of us going over that 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 25 mile uh, area too many times, and then these big trophy trucks and class eights and and as far as that goes, all the, the there's so many big horsepower free runners that they just tear hell out of the out of the race course. So what I saw a week before. Was not the same when when we raced on on uh, on Saturday, and then and then for sure for sure, what, what we saw on Saturday was, was uh, totally different from uh, on Sunday. You know, I, I would I would like to get the race course looks like on Monday morning, but there were just too many people pre-running and racing uh, at full horsepower, and they just tore hell out of that uh, that race course, but. Uh, I don't know how some of these other little buggy stuff got through there. And, and, and on Sunday, Saturday, there were like in my in our group, there was like 30 of us on Saturday took off, 
and on Sunday, probably 28 out of the 30 took off um, on Sunday. But had there been a third race on Monday, because there was only like uh, maybe 15 finished in our in our group, because there were so many, uh, I mean, many gotchas. These all these side by sides were ripping their their trailing arms totally off the car, you know. And that, and then a lot of flat, a lot of flats. I told everybody before the race, hey, whoever doesn't, because uh, I went over it Saturday night, pre ran it, and I just. Unbelievable how that race just tore up. You know, big old, big old rocks, uh, rust and rocks all over the place. You know, from the trophy trucks. But, um, but all in all, it's good. There's uh, trophy trucks. Uh, most of them fit. Well, only a couple of didn't uh, DNF. Most of them finished. Well, the problem with that, Perry, is that you know it's it's uh, it appears to be a track, and then when they leave big old freaking rocks out there. That's just like desert racing. So it's like, you know, what is it? Is it a track or is it desert racing? Yeah. Go ahead, Terry. And it's really, really bad. Um, maybe, Matt, maybe not. I don't know how much of those those roads that we tore the hell out of are everyday transit roads for the, the ranchers, you know. Uh, we had, uh, when FUD, the... the uh, when Fudd uh, put the race on here out out, out here and at uh, Plaster City and stuff like that, he would um, he would have everybody going around like a ten, fifteen, twenty mile loop. But when you do that many many guys that many times all day long in race race speeds, it tears hell out of the, the desert. But nobody has to go on that road there again ever. If they don't want it, they don't have to go there. It's just uh, some roads they picked out. But the roads down here that uh, we were racing on, that's uh, that's like my driveway, you know, tearing tear hell out of my driveway to, to get to and from out of the ranches up there. So I don't think that they were real happy, you know, when they got all done. And like I said, there were some of those roads, there are everyday transit roads for people getting out. And those were pretty well kept, uh, good, good uh, you know, washboard roads, but they're solid. And we didn't hurt them at all. But any any hill climbs or, or whatever, man, they just um, there's no way a rancher going to get up those those uh, hills anymore. And hopefully they have um, a plan B of another way around some of those spots that we that were just um, I mean incredible the the change for it looked like a hurricane right there or like that. It tore it up so bad. This is not the same terrain from day to day. It changed like 100 percent every day. It got so bad, you know. So as long as the, as the uh, ranchers aren't really upset with us, and I, and I don't know, maybe maybe Score told them, hey, when we're done, we will put a road grader through here and fix them up again, and and maybe not. I don't, I know those are promises that are have been made in the past by Score uh, in years past in in Baja that we'll anything we break up, we'll come back and put up fences and fix the cattle guards and and grade some of the the higher uh, the roads that are used more transit transited more, but um, and I don't know if they made prom- promises to do it again this time or not. But all in all, I thought I thought it was good. Um, I thought Cameron Steele, and we all thought we'd have to go down and get a hotel and and back and forth and parking the hotel for all of our rigs and and you and I discussed last uh, the, our conversation before the race. We were discussing how. Um, they could stay in Tecate or Rosarito or Tijuana. But uh, I thought Cameron Steele, if he had any problems at all getting in and out of or finding the place. No, he said, my my picture, he has, he's got a, a lot of his pictures are from, from Mexico and from Tijuana. 
So there's no problem for him getting in and out because he knew he knew people like I did. But he said that he went home um, Thursday night and Friday night and Saturday night. He went home all three nights and drove there. He said I was, I was home with just just there, just over an hour, and he lives up in Carlsbad or someplace up there. So it took him just uh, like an hour, an hour and a half, something like that. And says so I, I was home in bed, and I get up at whatever in the morning, and I'm back down here in good time, and. And he had all his pictures had his truck looking super, super good. Actually waxed it down and it was super shiny when he came in there, you know, but uh, each day. But uh, so he didn't have the, he didn't have the expense of, of hotels and motels for him or any of his people. So it all turned out, it turned out real good for, for most people. I, I didn't hear any complaints of any sort from any of the racers about, about the race course. It was pretty tough to, to pass. Um, because of uh, the dust and so on and so forth, but at least for the big truck, I mean they 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 dart so fast from point A to point B, it, it's tough. But when you have like in in, in my class, I had no problems uh, passing people in my class, and nor nor did my son. I raced to class five. Uh, my son raced it on Mark raced on Saturday, and I raced it on Sunday because uh, he had to go to um, go to Phoenix, but. Um, all in all, I, I I thought the race courses. I hope they do it again next year. Uh, it turned out good. It's uh, it's it was so close. You know, when you when you finish the Baja 1000, you're beat, uh, you know, plumb beat to death. You know, from uh, the race course, and when it ends up in in the pause, <laughs> you're halfway home. You're halfway there. You know, you have got another day or two driving to get back home. And here you're in, you know, a few minutes you're across the border, and and depending where you live, you're you're home and just that 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 much of a time, you know, no flying, no, no nothing. So, um, all in all, I think it was, it was good. It's even, even San Felipe, your, uh, five or six hour jaunt from San Felipe to the border or to wherever you're going to go. And that's quite a ways down there. So, uh, all in all, it's like, uh, we just barely crossed the border and, and 10 miles into Baja, we're racing Baja. And, and when you're done, you're, you know, 10 minutes more and you're back in the U S you know, so, Oh no! I, I thought it was a good race. Have you gotten any grief uh, from Score or anybody in the organization having to do with just talking on this show? Grief from from who for doing what now? Yeah, good. Uh, no, that 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 answers my question. Uh, my, you know, Perry, I got to tell you, uh, my very next question to you is what are you anticipating for the Baja 1000 this year? Um, you mean what I'm going to race? Or, or yeah, and the course oh. and everything. I, have, I haven't seen, I've seen the course um, on, um, they sent, sent down through the internet and uh, on my computer, uh, but um, yeah, we're gearing up for that already. We're going to uh, be ready to, to go down and uh my son will probably drive a third of it or half of it, whatever he wants to drive, and I'll drive drive the rest, you know. But um, we'll be racing it um, also at Class 5. In fact, the Class 5 we raced at this race was just a good shakedown because the last two years, that Class 5 uh, lost the motor uh, two years in a row, and I haven't gone 10 miles in 2,000 two miles or, or two Baja 1,000. I haven't gone 10 miles, you know, so we lost one motor in contingency. And then the next one, I got 10 miles this last year. I went like 10 miles into the race course and lost the motor. So um, if you lose one like this little race this this week, it's no big deal. But, man, when you lose it in the Baja 1000 at mile 10, I never even got off the highway. 
and I lost the motor. So it's uh, it's disheartening because you have all this pre-run time and all these you you already sent your pits down a thousand miles to pit for you when you get down there and and all the uh, the prep work for getting ready for a big race and the expense of the big race and the the gas for you know just um, it's just it's uh, uh, the price is enormous you know and then you go ten miles and that's at the end of the race so you have a lot of disheartened people that are they're almost straight down the pause waiting for you and you don't even get up the damn highway you know so so we ran this this course uh this race this uh two weeks ago just so we could shake a good shakedown for the uh the car and it was a good thing we did because i finished the race on sunday we had we had no problems at all saturday or sunday and i finished race on the sunday uh parked the car there in, in our pits then we decided to come home we started the car up and uh and blew a hose on the the, the oil pump and lost like a gallon of oil before we could get the the car on the trailer so that was that would have for sure failed us in the the Waha 1000 for sure this this is 80 miles um 70 miles twice that's 140 miles the Baja 1000 is a thousand miles so i would have for sure lost that that hose uh in the thousand because it's that, that's how far i got is all you know so so it's a good thing we did uh race that because not only would i probably not uh we would have finished but um been same as the last two years but on top of that I would have probably blown the motor, just uh, maybe not seeing that the uh, oil light came on or, <clears throat> or whatever. And I would have probably, on top of, um, on top of, it, lost a thirty thousand dollar motor. <laughs> it's a Porsche, Porsche motor that's on, in that uh, class five, and it's like a thirty thousand dollar motor. So I, I would have probably blown that up, you know, and where you're irreplaceable or unfixable anyway after the race. So. Um, but yeah, we're going to race, uh, we have uh, some of our free runs already planned out and, um, and we'll, uh, we'll free run like a week or two before the race, we get down in and see what the course looks like. And, and, uh, they say it's with the, this, uh, hurricane stuff went through there. There's going to be a lot of, I got to do a lot of, I know, I know Baja, the Southern Baja as well. I know Northern Baja is like, I know my driveway pretty much, you know, but that's no longer there. It's going to be a lot of. I think there'll be a lot of gotchas, a lot of ravines that, are, that weren't there before, and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. it uh, it it played havoc on on uh, the highways and and byways and the ranch roads and stuff that we'll be racing on. I'm sure that's it'll be it'll be a different uh, race course from other years. I, I would suppose. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, uh, it wasn't really a uh, hurricane that hit Baja South. It was merely a you know, you've heard this word before, right? A Chubasco. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. But, That's yeah, what it was. It was uh, yeah. So, and it's, it's, I'm sure it, it it played havoc with all the with all the roads that are down there, and it's right on. And we're right next to the beach for miles and miles and miles and miles. I mean, um, from Constitution all the way to La Paz, which is probably I don't know 300 miles of race course. And that was we're running we're we're a hundred yards from, from the beach for so many of those miles most of those miles are right along the beach so so all those those waters that came in off you know from the ocean and, and I mean it just tore hell out of all those those uh, roads that are used a lot by fishermen and a lot of gringos are all along that race all along the the beach uh, fishing and camping and stuff every year we go down there it's just it's uh, 
I mean, it's uh, thousands of people are actually on race, right off the race course fishing. And um, I kind of think that that might have changed even them getting in and out in their big rigs or something. But um, no, I think it'll be, be a good race. It'll be a, just a bigger challenge than it already is for everybody, you know, just to, to uh, get through whatever whatever happened there and not, not boo-boo and go into some ravine at 100 miles an hour and like people do once in a while. <laughs> so. Well, well, Perry, we're looking forward to pre-running with you throughout this Baja 1000, the 50th anniversary, here on Off-Road Live. We want to thank you for uh, joining us uh, in this special edition of Off-Road Live. Uh, We are on the beach uh, in a special Off-Road Live event in Southern California, on the beach, on the golden sands of Southern California. As a matter of fact, I must say, it's not the golden sands of uh, Southern California, considering you you really can't even drive on the on the beach in Southern California. It's more the platinum sands of Southern uh. California. And we want to uh, uh, thank you very much, Perry, for your inclusion in this show. And we look forward to getting together with you to pre-run this upcoming 50th Baja 1000 so we can go on to the golden sands in Baja California with you. Uh, it'll be awesome. It's uh, it's lobster season now, right now. So uh, you go in and hey, could I get some some carne asada burritos? The guy says, Oh, all we have is lobster. Is that all right? <laughs> so you know, lobster so cheap right now, and they okay. they, they make lobster burritos, lobster tacos, lobster everything. So it's, 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 it's a blast. I'm looking forward to that. Right, me too. Uh, thank you so much for coming on board, Perry, and we look forward to the next show that you're on. And we want to express to everybody out there, uh, uh, we're uh, on the beach in Southern California, literally on the Golden Sands. Uh, the rig is uh, the race rig is on the uh, Golden Sands in Southern California. Perry McNeil, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you for the invite, uh, Mike. I appreciate it. And- Wish the best to everybody out there listening. Yes, absolutely. I'll make sure they do. Thank you very much for your inclusion today, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, everybody. Thanks very much to King of Baja, Perry McNeil, for being on the show. Off-Road Live special this Saturday in October, the 7th of October. And, of course, uh, we do want to mention our friends are here with us. Ram Trucks. Hard Rock, Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, BajaSafari.com, the king of Baja, and yes, that's right, the Cabo1000.com. Join us in running this year's 50th anniversary to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Oh.